0: Yes.
1: yes. But like the comparison, like with me and some people. You know, so that'd uh, be something neat to see, you know, the higher percenters. The Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't
0: a. Welcome to the Knowledge Sports Podcast, episode 39, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. Oh, NFL's finally over. Yeah, I mean... that it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that it is.
0: Honestly, this has actually been a satisfying playoffs with scores and things like that because the games were close. They weren't blowouts. A lot of big news.
2: Yeah. Everything was
1: very fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it was very entertaining, which is kind of not what it's been for the NFL for the past few years, (laughs) especially in the Super Bowl where games have been blown out. I mean especially last year 3190 or yeah 3190 319 3190 would
1: be quite a blowout to be, to I'll be say, honest
0: I'll say I'll say you know yeah 9 which was not a game <laughs> uh and then with New England back in nineteen thirteen three was not really much of a game it just right. it was a kind of a slow game Yeah but this one you know, this Super Bowl was entertaining twenty three twenty uh going to the Rams, which congratulations to the LA Rams for winning the Super Bowl. And what's funny is and I didn't it, it didn't dawn on me till after I read it and looked it up. This is the first Super Bowl since twenty thirteen that did not have either Brady, Peyton Manning, or Patrick Mahomes.
2: Interesting. The, first Super
0: Bowl, the first Super Bowl since 2013. <clears throat> to not and, have at least one of them. <clears throat> what, what's that? To not have at least one of them. Yeah. Interesting. Because, yeah, because 13. in 2013, it was Baltimore and San Francisco. And then the following year, Seattle and Denver, Peyton Manning. Yep. When he played for Denver. Then, of course, New England.
2: Denver, then- New
1: England, New England, New England, Kansas City, yep. and Tampa. Yep. Jeez,
0: Brady Mahomes. Yeah, this is the first one <laughs> since 2013 to have to not have one of those three players in it. So, 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 some of these weird facts are always interesting, and then when you go look, like, holy crap, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So what were your thoughts on the game? I mean, I thought it was a
1: a really fun game to watch. Um,
0: Yeah, I thought it was a good game. I mean, it was back and forth. I mean, of course, I was going for the Bengals. It was a physical game. Yeah, it was. I mean, I heard a lot. I mean, after talking with some people at work and things like that and, you know, uh, other people around, they were kind of upset towards the end of the game, not just because the Bengals lost but the way the game was being called at the end compared to throughout.
1: Well, and and I provided you a link that has a theory behind some of
0: that. Yeah, but some of the calls, though, were not... and We're, we're going to get that to that theory in a second. <laughs> but some of those theories were not of that region. I mean, if you look at some of the plays, they were not wearing the normal gloves.
2: Right, but that
1: one play was... The one to change the the tide of the game.
0: So the link that Jason provided uh, uh, provided was from uh, UniWatch was the one player for the Bengals wore orange gloves.
1: Uh, Linebacker Logan Wilson.
0: And go ahead. where, Where everybody else was wearing white gloves because it matches the uniform of the opposing team. But the orange gloves was an interesting pick. But then again, why? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the
1: the theory behind it is if he had the, if he was like everyone else on his team and had white gloves on, the refs may not have noticed the holding that led to the holding call because his gloves would have matched the jersey and therefore would have blended in better. Because he's wearing this ridiculously bright orange glove. And like holding onto the jersey. It's rifle a little season. obvious.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, it's... I don't know if that could make a difference, though. I mean, there's the theory, yeah.
1: It's a theory, but, but I think it's a sound theory because there is a, a reason why the, def- the defense
0: wears
2: gloves that match.
0: It's a good thought. Yeah, it's a good thought for it. I mean it would be kind of upsetting if you lost because of a pair of gloves,
1: you know what if i was on that if I was on that team and I saw him wear orange gloves and he and he was the one to get that holding call to change the game i'd be i'd be mad <laughs> yeah i'd be i'd oh, be yeah. chewing him out in the sidelines like
2: what is wrong right. with you stupid
0: <laughs> pretty much pretty much i mean that's yeah that's interesting like how how that how, How somebody thought of that, not just seen, but actually thought to make the article up for it. Like to actually see like, Hey, this person wore orange gloves. Maybe that's the key. Maybe, you know, that somebody's paying that close attention to that much detail.
1: And I got a, I got a reference. Paul Lucas is the founder of UniWatch and he's the one who, who posted the article on Tuesday. Um, But he just said that an anonymous reader pointed it out to him. So someone had to have reached out to him to point it out and provide the screen cap that they used in the article. But um,
0: well, once again, somebody found that detail
1: Well, to shameless plug for you to watch yet again on this podcast. Uh, it's for people who get it. And so clearly the synonymous reader gets it <laughs>
2: and oh, notice yeah, no, that,
1: that insignificant detail that led to this theory. And it, I, again, I think it's a solid theory. Um moving away from the theory i think the Bengals have nothing to be ashamed about uh they're young they're talented you know i i think this is just the first step you know
0: th- they'll be back oh yeah who's who, th- yeah, who would have thought though i mean no, nobody thought the Bengals would have done anything like they did past seasons and then did them, them this year to go to the super bowl who would have thought them in the super bowl
1: dude I picked up Joe Burrow as my backup quarterback in fantasy. I had both Super Bowl quarterbacks on my fantasy team this year.
0: Well, at least the one that you had for X amount of years won the Super Bowl.
1: I've come to terms; I'm not going to get either of them next year.
0: Go <laughs> figure, right? Um, now one interesting. Now this is a crazy thing. Um, I was reading this the next day. the 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 wide receiver for the Rams. Van Jefferson, how good of a day are you having when you just won the Super Bowl during your celebration? You find out your wife went into labor mid game. So then you just finish celebrating the Super Bowl and then you go to the hospital to see, you know, to be with your wife for their second child.
1: That's awesome. That's really <laughs> I mean, cool.
0: How cool? I mean, you couldn't <laughs> write
1: it better than that.
0: No, you couldn't. I mean, think about the how much of an adrenaline of a rush he was on. Not just winning the Super Bowl, but you know, it's like a child being born. Yeah, I mean, isn't that yeah? That that's that that's one hell of a crazy, uh, crazy rush.
1: But let me tell you, one of the hardest things in that game for me as as a fan and a viewer to see was. Joe Burrow, after he got sacked at the end of the game, because the camera zoomed in on him and he was tearing up immediately. That kid freaking had he was he he had to have internally been feeling like he was carrying that team on his shoulders.
2: Well, just as soon
1: as he got taken out with that final sack and he's tearing up. Oh, that killed me.
0: Well, the thing is, though, I believe every quarterback has that feeling of where they carry on their shoulders because they are the quarterback. They are where the play starts. You know, they are part of where the play starts.
1: Right. But not so every that feeling's always there. Not every quarterback when they lose the Super Bowl reacts like that. Like that was genuine.
0: Emo- like, yeah, it took it's, over. Yeah, the emotion. I can only imagine what he was going through. I mean, you're right. at the big game like that. And all of a sudden, you know. Taking a team that has not been to probably the playoffs and who knows 92. how. But well, there you go. <clears throat> Hasn't been to play- since '92. He takes them to the Super Bowl. It's I mean, just
2: that and, and rush.
0: And I even said to
1: to Jamie watching the game and when that happened and he started like tearing up, I'm like, they have nothing to feel bad about. No, yeah, they, they lost in the Super Bowl. But at the beginning of the year, no one thought they'd even be in the playoffs. And now exactly. they're in the
0: Super Bowl. Like That team, the, the Bengals team right now, has nothing <laughs> to be ashamed about.
1: They, can, they should they be able to walk away no from that game head
0: heads held high. Exactly. They have nothing to be ashamed about. They have played their hearts out to make it even that far. When One, nobody expected them to be there. Two, They haven't been to the playoffs since, like you said, 92. And then here they are in the Super Bowl. And they're a young team. (laughs) Jesus, think
2: think about this. Half that
1: team probably wasn't even alive when the Bengals were last in the Super Bowl. Probably. I went Good Lord. (laughs) Wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) That just hit me out of nowhere. That's why. If you saw me and I I went like that, it's because it hit me while you were talking.
0: Yeah, I saw you were actually like, what is then as soon as you said that, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, how many players were? You know, if any.
3: I'm
2: but pulling yeah, now, the
0: roster now to answer this question. <laughs> oh, here we go. So I know the rosters normally do have uh stats on the players, like from the uh, date of birth and all that. The official roster does not, but I'll find it. Continue. <laughs> Sorry. You know, this playoff here, though, not just, you know, the Super Bowl ending, but with the whole playoffs in general, how close the games have been. Besides, I mean, there, there's only a few that were not close, like when the Bills beat the Patriots 47 to 17. And that was the wild card game. And that was probably one of the biggest biggest onslaughts of the whole, I'm sorry, that and the Buccaneers beating the Eagles 31-15. Those, I think, were the only two games that were not decided at the very, you know, close to the very end. Yeah. I think that, you know, so other than that, every game was... Right up to the end, which is great, which is what you want to see. It's not like you want to see that blowout. You know, I mean, the Chiefs, okay, I'm sorry, just just looking at more of the scores here 42 21, Chiefs over the Steelers, Rams over the Cardinals, 34 11. But those, I mean, and that was just the wild card weekend, and those were the only big blowout games. Everything else was tight, like by either three points or a touchdown or just the final play of a big goof, like let's say the Cowboys at the end of the 49ers game, that whole big goof. (laughs) All right, what did you just send me? Six players in their 30s and only one in their late 30s. Is that, the, is that the current one right now?
1: Yep, that's the team that played in the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> so six players were alive when they were last in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know how that's... old
2: I feel right now?
0: <laughs> you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, wow, that's that's interesting. Six players six players in the Super Bowl that were alive.
1: Well, on the Bengals team. On the Bengals yeah, team. On the Bengals team.
0: <laughs> yes, on the Bengals team. Sorry. But just that fact alone is pretty interesting. That, 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 that's an interesting fact.
1: That hurts, man. That,
0: that hurts that's a lot. Um,
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny.
1: And you know what, speaking of, of hurting a lot, I don't know if you've seen any of the memes with the halftime show, but there was a great meme that said people in their 30s in their late 20s and early 40s this for once they're gonna have a super bowl for young people no nothing for old people like the rolling stones and aerosmith and damn it (laughs) (laughs) because now we're old (laughs) the halftime show is geared to our
2: age group now
0: (laughs) i've seen uh i've seen on tiktok where it had uh kids reacting to the halftime show. They're all sitting there on their phones, just like what's going on. And then it showed all the parents just dancing and, you know, everything else singing along. It's like, yeah. <laughs> cause you know, cause it's funny as I'm listening to these songs, I'm just like, Oh wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> My only complaint is they did not do nothing but a G thing. That is the song they should have <laughs> let off with. Other than that, it was a great halftime show. Not as great as Prince. I'm partial, though.
0: (laughs) You know, of course, there can't be a, a Super Bowl without some type of a controversy. But this one wasn't a huge one as before. Did you hear about that?
1: What's the controversy?
0: The controversy was that Eminem was not supposed to kneel, of all things to pick at.
1: I heard I, I, I heard about this and I heard it was because he was honoring Tupac because when Dre sat the piano, he played the a piano opening to a Tupac song. And that's when Eminem kneeled. I, that's the only thing I heard. I kind of just didn't.
0: Yeah, I just read thought, about like, it. because really? I just
1: didn't care. No offense well, to Eminem is, or, or the people upset. I just no, know what it, it, what it
0: is. Well, the fact is, is that everybody's trying to find some type of a controversy for because how many controversies in halftime shows have there been in the past years? Everybody's trying to find something. I thought Can't it was make great. Everyone happy. I, I thought it was a great show.
1: It was. I, I'm still hoping for a Foo Fighters one eventually, because that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, they're they're like the only crossover rock band anymore. True. Uh, so it'd be cool to have a, a really great rock band who's now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, play the halftime show. It'd be awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no they, they are great bands. That's for sure.
1: Wish I could afford tickets to see them. They're a little salty.
0: Right? I like to afford tickets to shine now.
1: That's salty too. That's, that's me and, and Jamie's favorite band. As yeah. A couple. That's our favorite band.
0: Yeah. Um, I would, I would love to see them.
1: But, uh, I guess before we, we get this finished up, uh, we got to do it. What was your favorite commercial? <sighs>
0: Honestly, I wasn't paying attention just because the past few years, the commercials have tanked to a point to where I just don't care anymore. It, it it literally got to that point to where when the commercials were playing, I was just like zoned out until the game came back on or I got up to go get a drink or something or grab something to eat. Well, because the commercials... In the past, or the past few years, to me, have just not been—I don't know—just funny, like they normally would be.
2: Way back, I know a lot of people
1: like the one with Arnold as Zeus.
0: That—I mean, I did with, see that um, one. That
1: was... Salma Hayek as his wife. Yeah, with the electric car. And who's going to complain about seeing Salma Hayek? Um... <laughs> <coughs> Uh, but I got to be honest, my favorite, and no one's talked about it, is the was the Pringles one, where the guy got his hand stuck his in hand the Pringles can, in... can and died with the hand still stuck in the Pringles can. I thought it was so dumb; it was funny.
0: Yeah, I did see that one. Like I said, there was very few ones I saw, but but I did see the one uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, and the Pringles that's one. But that's. Idea. But I really just i just really zoned out with them just because like i said they have not to me they have not been good the past few years
1: i thought those were two really good ones and i can't think of any other ones off the top of my head but oh well the doctor strange one but that's that was more to get you to actually watch the full trailer which i'm a marvel guy i'm an x-men nerd i'm very hyped to see this movie (laughs) um it should be good it should be amazing um but this was a great Super Bowl, probably one of the best ones I can remember in a while. Very competitive, very hard hitting. Um, and that's what I want to see in a football game.
0: Yeah, it's def- it definitely was a good one. I mean, well, like, like you said, just this whole playoffs with just those few games that were mentioned that were blowouts throughout the playoffs, but were very close coming down to the Super Bowl. Like the closer you got to the Super Bowl, the better the games got. Yeah. And then to have the Super Bowl, Kind of keep that momentum going to where it was a good back and forth battle. Really made it a good, entertaining game. So yeah, that's that's definitely you know was a good NFL playoff season. You know, a, you know playoff season, a good Super Bowl. And who knows? Those orange gloves might have cost the Bengals the Super Bowl. Who knows? It's a solid theory,
1: I'll say that, and, and
0: it's and that's why
1: I wanted to share it with you because I think, for as I'm well, not it's crazy it's, as it,
0: it sounds, it is a theory, it is a theory. It, it could it, be something it holds that some weight, yeah, because if you're wearing a white jersey and you have bright orange gloves, you're gonna stand out. Yep, so on that note, that'd be the end of the first period. Be right back.
4: If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trellowitz, The Ranking Tracks Podcast and The Real Paranormal Talk Podcast where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out The Race Nerd Podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week Check out J. Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death Binge Cast, where the Board to Death Clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckccradio.com or wherever you
3: get your favorite podcasts. Baseball fans check out the baseball together podcast your hosts blackjack brad and kansas city little big broogie blue eyes present new episodes for the entire baseball family every tuesday available on all your favorite podcast apps and youtube come join our baseball family where we do baseball together
0: all right welcome back to the second period here mlb spring training delayed officially delayed. Uh, possible start date, March 5th possible. That's because they're still in the lockout yet. And this lockout has been going on since December 2nd of 21. I'm all but banking on there not being a season. Yeah, that's from a lot of things I've been reading. There's a lot of things that if there is a season, it's going to change. Uh, now let's talk, because I know there's a point that we talked about off, uh, off script, there that we started to then we realized we better do we, we better record. Yeah, basically, uh, we
1: did like five minutes of the, sh- of the second period without recording, <laughs> just talking right? to each other, uh, getting our just wits about this. us for this period.
0: Yeah, uh, they said, like, uh, if a deal to for opening day to start on time, a deal has to be struck 28th, which is 10 days from now, or I should say, 10 days from this recording.
1: Yeah, because we're recording uh, on the eighteenth. People, if you can't yeah. do
0: the math, well, one plus one <laughs> is five or eleven. <laughs> uh, MLB wants to raise, or I should say, a, a, some of the talks are raising the minimum uh, salary for uh, for the players. The players want seven uh, seven hundred and seventy five thousand. Owners want six thirty. I mean, the the original minimum is 570,500. What's your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I'm going to do the math
1: here and see what the difference is. Uh, at the end of the day, my biggest argument with all of this is that we're talking about billionaire owners who can afford a baseball team. So is 100- there was an article. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going
0: to say there's I was say there's, th- th- there's an article I found where I found the numbers that they were doing and actually gave the percentage of, of the difference.
1: I mean, it's a little over it's a little under 150,000 difference. Is it really at the end of the day? Is it really that big of a difference just to give them the
2: 77 five?
0: Right. Just give us a season. At this point, I mean.
2: I know there's yeah. a lot of people who
1: who who dislike both the players and the owners. I'm always of the thought that it's the players who make the owner's money. We pay to watch the, the, the owners make money off of us paying to watch the players play. We're not going to watch the owners. We're going to watch the players and the players are the ones that make the money.
0: Yeah. And we want to watch the players because well, they're entertainers, basically you're, they're entertaining us. G- play, you know, you're never going to
1: see me side with a billionaire owner. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, give them what they, I mean, give the players what they want on that point, just because what they're doing. You know, we're, you know, basically it's the fan base that pays the salaries for everybody. You know, and to me, like you just said, they're billionaires. They can afford it at this point. I mean, they have how many TV contracts, how many sponsors that, you know, thing. everywhere else that. They, you know, they don't even need the merchandise money, like all the money they would get from the merchandise. Let's just say at the at the they don't, you know,
1: using John Middleton, the owner, the 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 owner of the Phillies, as an example. He's not going to go broke paying some players on the bottom end of the Major League of Major League Baseball for the Phillies, an extra one hundred and fifty grand.
0: No, I don't think that either.
1: So give them the seven the seven hundred seventy five. No owner's going to be broke paying a couple players. Not not a couple, but a
2: few play, players on the lower end that money. Um. I mean, there's 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 two other
1: bullet points you have, so we probably should move on to them before we we really get going on tangents here, because
0: <laughs> is that the whole fun of it? Uh. Well, now what do you? Th- them upping the amount of teams to make the playoffs from 10 to 14
2: um this is my issue with a a lot of playoffs
1: where there's a lot of teams involved is it you're basically rewarding mediocrity i i look if if 14 teams go in the fills are making the playoffs finally (laughs) <laughs> but is that how I want to see the Phils make the playoffs? Though no,
0: yeah, um, it's. I was actually thinking the same thing when I was when I was looking this up, and I was reading everything that they were looking to change, and I saw that and I was like, oh, Philly's gonna make the playoffs finally. But like you just said, that's not how you want it done. You don't want to re- reward the playoffs to a team that has a losing record base, or could have a losing record.
1: Well, the way the NL East was, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just like saying, you know, you have an O and something, you know, let's say, let's just use football, for example. You go O and 17, hey, you're going to make the playoffs just because we feel sorry for you. Right. Uh, I mean stick with the 10 because that's kind of what it's about you want to be the best to make the playoffs you want that's the whole point
1: i mean look I, when it comes to baseball i'm a bit of a traditionalist i think it should just be the winners of the divisions i also think they should just go back to east and west for both the american league and the national league have four have an have a an, an AL east and NL east an AL West and an NL West champions and the West and East play each other. And those are the two teams that go to this, the the world series. It just makes life a lot easier. Um, I mean, the the rumor is, is eventually they're going to move to four divisions within each league. Um, So there'll be like an NL East an NL West an NL Central, and then an NL uh, North or an NL South. Um, So who knows?
0: Um, Yeah uh yeah i am just leave it just just leave it alone <laughs> i mean for the most part
1: i sided with the players on a lot of things this is just one of those where i'm like i don't think we need to dilute the playoffs um even if it means that my team doesn't get in i'd rather them get in with a winning, a winning record than getting in because they're one of the the least bad teams
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Yeah, that's
2: yeah.
0: yeah, that yeah. That's just not. I mean, the, the 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 playoff format has been around for you know the the, the, the current format has been around for who knows how long.
1: Ninety three, when the expansion teams came in, the Marlins and the Rockies and the Brewers moved from the AL to the NL, because that's when they moved from two divisions to three
0: divisions in each league. Okay. And it's been working all this time. Almost 30 years. So it's been working all this time. So, we'll, of course, why, you know, of course they're going to change something because it's working. I don't know. And then you have the owners wanting a universal designated hitter.
1: I know a lot of people are a fan of it. And I don't outright hate it, but it takes away the strat- the strategy aspect
2: of interleague play and the World Series.
0: I can understand both directions on this. I can see the direction you're going with this. And I could see the direction of not trying to or not wanting to get your your pitcher injured. Because he could get hit by a pitch and he's done for the game. Probably, he could get hit you know. by a
1: ball coming off the bat right as a line drive right up
0: the middle too. Yeah, but he's also pitching on the mound. That's what he's doing at that time. I mean, you know, batting is just something that he could not. You know, they could designate a batter for him, so he doesn't have one more risk to you know to 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 worry about. Well, yeah, he can catch that line drive off the mound straight. You know, you know, square to his chest.
1: Right. Um. To me, I, again, this is the I'm a traditionalist when it comes to baseball. I say, keep the league separate. You know, that's that's what makes the game unique. A National League team mm-hmm. has a pitcher bat. The American League has a designated hitter. And they didn't always have a designated hitter. Let's not act like it's always been that way. It hasn't always been that way. This has been since no. the 60s. Um, I mean, I've come to terms that it's going to happen. I just don't want it to happen. That's just how I am uh, for the record. I need to state right now that Manfred is so bad he makes Gary Bettman look competent. So that tells you where baseball's headed because this guy's probably not going anywhere anytime soon and he needs to be got, gotten rid of. Um
0: yeah, and, and the only thing we've actually praised Bettman on is the bubble. Because it works. Bubble works. Again, we should again we should put that on a shirt.
1: We haven't said it in months. But keep in mind, it worked. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, um, so something I sent you before we, well, the the thing that got us rolling before we even recorded, um, is that Major League Baseball is sinking to or is trying to eliminate hundreds of minor league baseball jobs, specifically uh, players. They're trying to eliminate more players from minor league baseball. Add in that they're also trying to not pay minor league baseball players for spring tr- spring training, claiming that they're gaining valuable life experience instead. Um, someone needs to wake up the powers that be in Major League Baseball and get them to understand that minor league baseball is where their stars come
0: from. Absolutely. That's where the players of the future are.
1: Investing in minor league baseball is investing in Major League Baseball.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at uh, how many players now play in MLB that came from the leagues below.
1: I mean, they don't have to be people like a Harper or Fernando Tatis or, you know, Mike Trout. You know, there's a a guy from the Nats, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, is retiring after 17 seasons. He, he has one of the, the bobble of fame in Harrisburg for the Senators. He's a product of minor league baseball.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, look how many. Well, let's go, you know, since we're talking about minor league, I mean, look at hockey, how many teams came or how many players came up from the minors to be in the pros right now. You know, I mean, that came from, uh, I think, I'm, try, I'm trying to look this up here real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good.
0: Uh, let me see here who is. If, if this is what I'm thinking of, then I was on the right track. Let's say Jonathan Quick plays for the LA Kings. And he once was a Reading Royal from the ECHL. He played one season, 38 games with a, a league below the, you know, below the HL where in, in our area, the Hershey bears, he came up through the rankings. He has two Stanley cups. Now he's been playing for the Kings since 08, 09 season. And if it wasn't for the minors, like to really, you know, for him to play that well, to be seen, he wouldn't be, you know, if, if the owners of the higher you know, the upper teams, the upper levels didn't see, you know, they could care less, but this is why we need, this is why we need the minor leagues to have potential players like this. And then how many, you know, you could find that golden player that probably a walk on to be that guy who works his way up through the minors to make it to MLB. And if they go through this with them cutting, you'll never find that.
2: I mean, just, just thinking again, locally, you know, like, you know, Ryan Sandberg
1: was in the Phillies organization before he got traded to the Cubs. He played in Reading in double a baseball. He's a hall of famer. Mike Schmidt played in Reading double a baseball. He's a hall of famer for the Phils. you know, they're. There's probably more Hall of Famers that made their way through minor league baseball to become stars than there are guys who barely were in the minors and became stars that are in the Hall of Fame.
2: Because
0: those
1: guys are rare.
0: You know, the the people who work their butts off to make it to that high level, to make it to MLB, they know the work that needs to go into it. And if MLB wants to cut those jobs, like I just said, you could cut, you know, you couldn't, you might not find that guy who not even drafted a walk on to be that top player. I mean, hell
1: Harper played. He started in single a baseball. He didn't start in Harrisburg. He didn't start. in. I don't know what the Nats triple a team and Jonathan's going to kill me for not knowing. I think it's Syracuse <laughs> um, or at least it was Syracuse, but Harper starts town in Hagerstown. Right. And he worked his way up from, Short season, single A, to the minors. Albeit, it might have been a quick work work through, but he still started at the bottom.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about if he didn't pan out. Think about it. If you know, think about if something happened that he couldn't get out of Hagerstown.
1: And you know what? And I get that there's a lot of players who never make it to Major League Baseball or even make it to Triple A. I get there's a lot of players that don't do that, but you're cutting the future of baseball off at the knees. By not giving every player an opportunity that you can,
0: well, just cutting more of opportunities. The, because you know, they're, you don't they're, they're, they're cutting more.
1: You don't know who's going to be the next star. You don't know who's going to be the next Mike Trout. You don't know who's going to be the next Fernando Tatis, the next Juan Soto, uh, who turned down an extension for the Nats for the record. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I going to Jonathan. throw that in there.
0: Sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> Well, well, like you told me when I sent you that uh, picture, you know, w- what if the Phillies signed them?
1: Oh, they're they're not going to sign them, but I mean, <laughs> good lord, imagine if imagine the hate from the Nationals if if they did.
0: And to me, going off on a, oh, a side oh, note here, oh, I think you would love it just because of the love of the Nationals you have. <laughs> now here's my th-
1: my issue is that Nats fans, most Nats fans. Because we do know a Nats fan who's a very educated baseball fan. So I don't want to (laughs) generalize. There's a segment of Nats fans, though, that eagerly anticipate hating a player who does not sign an extension with the Nats and becomes a free agent. Instead of hating that player, why don't you question what your ownership's
2: doing? Why aren't they working to try and sign these players? pretty much In, instead of offering them more money on the back end who wants to be who wants a bobby imprinted a bobby Bonilla
1: deal sweet but guys nowadays don't want that they don't want to be getting paid 20 years after they've played their last game
2: <clears throat> yeah um, i mean
1: <laughs> but now here here's something um that Brad from baseball together and I were were messaging each other about the other day and it was half joking and it was half serious so um In England, in in football,
2: uh,
1: soccer in England, um, it's a tiered system. So like the worst team in the Premier League could end up getting sent down to the lower level and the best team in the lower level can get brought up to the Premier League. Could you imagine if in Major League Baseball, like hypothetically speaking, the O's and the Diamondbacks had the worst record in the 2021 season? Imagine if they played the two best teams in triple a baseball and the losing team either stayed in triple a or went down to triple a and the winning teams went up to major league baseball or stayed in major league baseball. Don't you think that would end tanking?
0: Yeah, that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. No, Oh, that would be interesting. Cause so I know uh I I read somewhere that somebody wants to watch, instead of the Pro ball, watch two worst teams in the NFL pl- uh play for the number one draft pick for the number one. You know one what's funny about pick. this?
1: We had that convert we had this conversation before that meme even came out this week. That's the best part about it.
0: Yeah, that is true we did. <laughs> um but no, that but how- would be though if if that the two worst teams in MLB get dropped to the, the 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 next level under
1: and for this year it would have been I'll just type okay so 2019 cuz I can't find who it was this year and there wasn't a season in 2020 it was Sacramento and it was Columbus so imagine Sacramento and Columbus beat the Diamondbacks and the O's and they get moved up to major league baseball and the O's and the diamondbacks get moved down to triple a for a season. And then they have to earn their way back. That would end tanking in a heartbeat.
0: I can only imagine the marketing mayhem that would cause (laughs) because everything you'll see with those two teams say MLB. And then all of a sudden they're going to have to change. Everything.
1: Teams do it all the time though in 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 in, 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 you know English soccer.
0: Oh that would be interesting (laughs) to see. Ooh. I would I would (laughs) I would watch that. (laughs) Yep, I would watch that. Yeah, I'm game for that.
1: That changes Um,
0: everything, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely something that would be very interesting to to watch, just because I mean, think about you got the best teams in, you know, the uh, a level under. They could possibly be next year an MLB team. I mean, <laughs> what are the ch- you know chances of that? I mean, I'd be, you never know. It's just like the playoffs where you have you know the bottom seed beating out the number one seed you know, you could have that. I mean, that's
1: yeah. And for the record, I do agree that I think the pro Bowl should, there should be some kind of all-star game for football, but I definitely think you should have the last, the the two worst teams play for the first draft spot.
0: Uh, You know, one and two. Yeah. You know, I would, yeah, that would be, that, that would be. No, let's too, make it the...
1: interesting. The team that loses gets the last pick.
0: Ooh,
2: they get the last pick of the first round. Ooh.
0: Oh, that's wrong.
2: Just all kinds of fantasy
1: booking in this show today.
0: Um. <laughs> it, it would, you know, because this way you got to fight for that number one pick. So, exactly. Yeah, no, that would be the way to do Another it. Another way to
1: end tanking. Um, but there isn't a lot of tanking
0: in the NFL, uh, just bad drafting, which is a whole different thing to me. Oh, management. <laughs> And we we don't know how much you love your management.
2: Hmm.
1: I'd make a (laughs) motion, but we're supposed to be a family friendly show, both on YouTube and audio. So
0: I'm not going to just the groaning can kind of just sum it all up there. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, MLB lockout. Will there be a season we're hoping, but it's a hope. (laughs) If not, I'm hoping my
1: tickets roll over to next season,
0: (laughs) you know? So See what happens. All right, now that's the end of the second period.
3: We'll be right back. Do you have a YouTube channel? Check out All Things YouTube. That's hosted by me, Matt Haas. I'll show you how to make searchable videos people actually watch. That's the key. Hey, look, we live in an amazing time. If you have something to say, you could reach a worldwide audience. A worldwide audience and All you need is consumer-level gear and good on-camera presence. You don't need anyone's permission. The strategies and techniques you'll learn don't cost extra money, and they don't even take extra time. You just have to do things right. I'll show you how. Plus, all my stuff is free. The best place to start is to point your browser to allthingsyoutube.com. Greetings wrestling fans, my name is Peter DeLong, and if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour, and then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks.
0: All right, welcome back to the third period. Uh, We just saw... The USFL jerseys were released, and the season is supposedly to kick off April 16th of this year, which I think would be pretty cool. Oh, I'm looking.
1: I'm a proponent of spring football, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: And (laughs) Jason just brought up something uh, right before uh, we kicked back on here. (laughs) Now. Jason found this link on Uniwatch of all places. I uh, know I love Uniwatch. <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> Where the second bulletin that they have on here is they're rooting for the lockout to go so they can so the USFL can be watched. <laughs> okay, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, now, um but they just released the uh the uniform designs which what's nice is they're modern but also keeping with how the USFL was before
2: yeah uh i'm
1: really what i'm really digging about the new USFL
0: um
1: everything is tied back to the old league um even though i think from what i read they're actually they're paying to use the name USFL. Fox Sports and the other ownership don't actually own the name. Hmm. The people involved with launching the original USFL still own the name. So they're paying for the rights to the name. But I think it's smart to use the USFL name for this league and to use these teams for this league because there is a historical connotation and the USFL was the only moderately successful spring football league to begin with um so i'm loving all the nods to the original league
0: um yeah all the throwbacks yeah (laughs) oh no i mean it's good that they're doing that just because of you know they're kind of keeping it the way it should be taking Mm -hmm. it back to the you know to uh oh was old school that's what i was looking for
1: and let's be honest it's a lot easier to root for you know, a Houston gamblers, if you live in Houston, instead of whatever the Houston XFL team was that didn't exist until 2020. Yeah. You know, Not to be rude, but if there's a history there, people are going to be more able to gravitate
2: to it.
0: No, yeah, I agree. Uh, just because,
2: mm-hmm. well, you can. Uh,
0: second here.
2: Yeah, here, you're come, good.
0: Come on screen having some technical difficulties.
1: That's all right. Now, while you're doing that one thing, um, one thing was very prevalent in the USFL, uh, where the colors red and gold,
0: (laughs) I was going to say paychecks
1: lots. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) there is a great story. So since you had to mention that there's a great story on, uh, small potatoes, what killed the USFL, uh, from 30 for 30 on ESPN where, um, the San Antonio gunslingers were one of the many expansion teams in the life of the USFL. And the quarterback for the team stated that like on a Wednesday, the owner of the team gave the players their paychecks and he said it was like um, NASCAR. There's
0: racing to the bank. They they're got, racing to the bank yep. because whoever <laughs> who got, got their who,
1: checks cash first got money. And whoever didn't, didn't.
0: <laughs> they got. Yeah, they got. Yeah. Think of that. I mean, that's just that's wrong.
1: What is that Burt Reynolds movie? I was trying to think of the name of the Burt Reynolds movie where was it the Cannonball Run? I forget. But it's like that, like you're 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 driving through red lights, you're you're jumping over over like stop signs just to get to the bank.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that was a good uh, a good documentary.
2: Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, Probably one of was the best ones.
0: Yeah, that was one of the good ones. But yeah, no, but no, you're right. It was gold and red that were, that were like the big, you know, the biggest color schemes of them. Uh, on Uniwatch, the first one that they have here is the oh, come on screen,
2: the Birmingham Stallions.
0: There it is. Okay, as soon as you <laughs> say that, as soon as you say that, just <laughs> showed up on my screen. Now, to me, when I and and I said this to you uh, before when we went over these. It reminds me of the 49ers. The color schemes remind me of the 49ers.
1: There's only so many ways you can use red and gold, and they found all the ways to do it. <laughs> That's all pretty much. Um, I really dig the new logo uh, on the helmet compared to the old one. Um, well, it's
0: a modern look.
1: It is a modern look, but I mean, the jersey itself really simple, really classic. It has the stripes on the sleeves just like the old one. Mm-hmm. A little thicker, but it looks good. Um there isn't any wacky pants combinations, you know, all the pants are going to be white with a, a a long wide red stripe. Um you know, it's a solid look.
0: Yeah. Now for whoever wants to see this, we can put a link on the uh on the podcast channel and also on the YouTube channel.
1: I'll put it in the description Good. of the episode.
0: Beautiful. And I'll put it on the YouTube channel link uh, with everything. Uh, so this way uh, you guys can see and then give your opinions on it. But yeah, the size is, you know, it is a modern look, but it works. It's a I think this is going to be, look.
1: you know, a recurring theme is a lot of these are very modern takes on a, cla- on a, a retro jersey. Um, and they're all very faithful modern takes.
0: Mm hmm. Well, just like on the next one on the list is the Houston gamblers.
1: I gotta say, I dig this look. I dig this black with the, it's not quite a dark gray. It's not, it's like a medium gray. It's a cool look.
0: Yeah. It, it, it definitely is an interesting look. Uh, and again, the logo is the same. It's just modernized, just like, you know, just make it a little more, I guess, just some way to make it pop. Yeah. And like you said, it's just this—you know, this—the uh, the home jerseys have the, the, the black stripe down the side, where the away has uh, a black stripe, but with a uh, with a red stripe in it.
2: Yeah,
0: Going I'm the, the the. I don't even
2: know
1: what color gray that is, but it is fantastic. looking.
0: I don't know what color that. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it <laughs> definitely fits like with with the whole color scheme with everything.
1: Yeah, it stands out, and a gray doesn't normally stand out, but this stands out. It's a good look. Um, interesting to see how it's going to look on the field, but so far from the press release, it looks fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks, definitely looks interesting. All right. Next one on the list is the Michigan Panthers.
2: This
1: is, I think, in even the original, really unique looking uniforms, even though they're classic looking uniforms, as far as how the, the, you know, the striping and and, and the piping and everything. The color schemes really unique.
0: Yeah, it, it, and what's nice is, like I like just said, from the old school to now, they really kept the the way the way the look is, not just with the logo, but where the stripes are. Yeah, because you know, yeah. so you be, because you know, some uniforms when you know new teams coming in, they want to you know, uh, let's just say a revamp of the league, they may want to do a whole new. Look, but the fact that they're taking, you know, just like with the teams we mentioned before, they're putting in what it was before, what it was back then.
1: And I mean, to describe the color scheme for those of you listening, picture the fills maroon and light blue with gold.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. And it, that's, it that's works pretty much it.
1: Really well, it stands out because it's such a unique combination. Um so the pants are gold, the uniforms are white or maroon, um and then the striping is is gold and light blue or maroon and light blue. But it looks fantastic. The helmet's a darker gold, but it works. Uh the logo looks very similar to the original. Um
0: Very similar. I mean it could be the original too for all we know. Not even I mean uh maybe a little different, but not much. No partiality. I think this this might be
1: the
2: best lo- Best uniform set of the the league so far.
0: How about this? Anybody out there? Here's here's what we here's what we want you to do. Click on the link. You tell us your favorite. Tell us your favorite jersey scheme from from this. We can put
1: a poll on the Facebook page too, and I'll put a link to it.
0: Boom! That's what we'll do. <laughs> and, um, know, we're just improvising at this point. <laughs> hey, it works.
1: But no, I really, I dig this um, color scheme. And for the record, the Michigan Panthers have won a championship in the USFL. So they, <laughs> sorry, Lions fans, but the Panthers kind of like beat you to that. <laughs> they were, they were the inaugural champions. They beat the Philly yeah. stars. The Philly stars were the only team in all three championship games. And then
2: they only lost the one to Michigan in the first year.
0: That's funny. Uh, And then who's next on the list here? The New Jersey Generals.
2: I mean, this is pretty much the same uniform.
0: Other than a little bit of striping
2: on the sleeves,
1: it's
0: the same uniform. Now, what's what's nice is how UniWatch did this is that they had the modern look on what's going to be now to what it was back then, so this way you can actually see the comparison on on, on both ends that is nice that they did that
1: yeah, it is um, and that's why we're able to take a look at it and say, this is basically the original uniform
0: <laughs> yeah, and without do, you know without doing a lot of research, this basically has everything right here for you
1: yeah, so if you I mean if, if you're listening and, and you click on the link and you want to know more you know, about these teams and about their looks, it gives you everything so that you're ready for when the league launches in April. And I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, and I think you are too.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be, uh, yeah. I'm, I really want to see how this turns out. I really hope this actually takes off the ground and really does something. Yeah. Because who knows, just like we talked last period, this could be a minor league for the NFL. Who, knows? I
1: mean, that's, that's always the dream, Doubtful. but. Doubtful,
0: <laughs> It's a pipe dream. Well yeah, no, the 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 New Jersey General is definitely it's the same look, but with the modern twist. Right.
1: And it looks good. I mean, and that's that's the thing. All these jerseys they're not like no offense to the the most recent XFL, but some of those color combinations were a little weird. Same thing with uh what was it, the Alliance of American Football, the AAF that played a season before they had some really funky color combinations too. These guys are sticking with with classic looks and that carries weight compared to we're going to just throw crap at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> you know, just keep it simple and and people will 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 watch and will care.
0: A pink camouflage jersey for a fierce team. <laughs>
1: I think like the one team in the AAF their color scheme was like orange red and green
0: what
2: yeah that's
0: that's just as bad as the stadium jersey for was it Nashville nothing's that bad uh,
1: that jersey's worse than the Canucks V of death or whatever it's called
0: yeah, that might be up there with it that's <laughs> <laughs> well you heard what uh what the what the goals I know we're getting off topic here. You did hear what the New Jersey Devils goalie did uh Yeah, we talked about last kind, episode. Oh, did we? Yeah, I forget anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. After got, last you... week it after last week it just everything just blends together. You're good, brother. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, uh, he just had a mask on the back. He's like that's funny. All right, next on the list after the generals. Then the New Orleans Breakers. This is the only, I think this is the only one that just strays
1: more modern than modern classic. Um Yeah,
0: because it looks like they have the logo on the on the shoulder part where there's a, the there's old a logo school does the not.
1: The logo itself is is the most different out of the other teams.
0: Um uh, it, it, it looks like it's more like they just made it bigger on the helmets because if you look at the original ones on those helmets it's not Where the newer ones, it goes from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Where Uh, the older ones, it looked like it went from like middle to the bottom.
1: Now I will say, even though this is a more modern
0: style jersey, it's a good look. And the logo on the, on the sleeve actually, actually kind of fits. It pops. Yeah.
1: It's going to look good
0: on TV when a game's played. Up goes the weasel.
1: But you can't go wrong with a blue uniform and, and gray pants. I mean, that's a, that's a classic look. It, it stands out.
2: It's, it's it stands
0: almost like a standard time. look. Yeah, but it, it works. <clears throat> right, next one on the list is uh, the Philadelphia Stars.
2: It, it's it's a good logo. It's um, as what long do as you think about the striping.
0: Not to- as long as we're not comparing the star like to the Cowboys here, we're just a one-star team. Let's <laughs> see. I,
2: I
1: sorry,
0: I, I had I had to go there on that the,
1: one. The logo is is very faithful in a modern way to the original logo because that that original logo had like that,
0: yeah, you know, trail had the,
1: behind the star. Yeah, this one has the, the same thing. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is the, the lines. stripes have like stripes in the stripes.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like a stripe
1: going down, and then there's diagonal stripes in the stripe going
0: down. And and it's not only on the pants, but it's also on the helmet. Or on the the jersey. jersey. Yeah, I was gonna say not only the jersey and the pants, but also the helmet, like right down the middle of the helmet. It's it's a little busy for my taste, but it it looks good. And it That's basically the only difference between the original jerseys or the original look and the new look is are I would those say lines
1: the gold might be more of a yellow than a gold compared to the old one cuz it's it's a brighter color than than the original
0: well well they're probably doing that just because to kind of vamp the colors up
1: well again the old USFL had a lot of gold and red so
0: <laughs> it'd be interesting to when the who was it the stars and the stallions play and the stallions play <laughs> basically the same scheme. All right. Next on the list.
2: Come on now. This is the Pittsburgh Maulers for when your, your thing loads for you?
0: Right. I don't know why. Uh, we're, we both are so having issues. On. We're my
1: microphone wasn't working before we recorded. You're having issues now. We're it's, we're a mess this year.
0: Um, and it's just the beginning. Yeah. And I would say <laughs>
1: just like with. You know, my camera's not working now. See,
0: I jinxed yeah. us. Um, oh, as, hey, as long as you can hear me, we're good.
1: We need to have a technical difficulties card for when this happens to me every episode. Um, hopefully that'll be rectified when I get my new phone that I use as a camera.
0: Well, that uh, yeah, that kind of would be nice too, because this way you can have that work. Right. Um,
2: but while I'm getting this on, we can keep talking because this happens
1: almost every episode anymore. Um, this right?
2: is this along
1: with the breakers is another like really modern, uh, uniform, but it looks great. Um, I like the purple upper half and sleeve and the orange upper half and sleeve.
0: Um, they changed the color, it looks like they changed the, the colors of the logo a little bit to where the old school looks like it has like an orangish, reddish, like uh interior color, and the newer logo is a white color. And you know what? I like
1: that it makes the logo pop a lot more, you can see it better than the original
0: um you know well you can see it better and also they have the logo uh on the sleeves as well
2: yeah and and, you know it's a cool logo um because it's supposed to be like a steel worker
1: um you know what i dig i dig that orange line that orange piping around the, the the purple
2: letters on the the wagers
0: It's a small detail, but it looks really cool. Yeah. Oh no, they definitely. I mean, when they designed these, they definitely put a lot of thought into them to kind of go with not not only to go with the original looks, but also do a little twist of their own. Yeah. Like with this one, they have the logos on the side, uh, or on the on the on the side of the sleeve. They also changed. Just it looks like just uh, one color. And the logo for the helmets just to kind of make it you know, so you can make it see better. Because what's like I said, with, what's nice with the with UniWatch is they have with this, they have it on the the old school underneath. And if you look at the old school pictures, you, you can see the logo. But you really have to look. I to like, that see, like they you switched, know, to see the de- detail of it.
1: I like that they switch from silver pants to white. I think that just that makes the purple uniform pop a lot more um really solid look again all these teams have great looking uniforms um and a lot of thought and
0: care was put into these designs i mean you can tell oh yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely a lot of thought a lot of design looks a lot of different things and but they're also keeping with that you know what the team was before like, like they're not going too far out in left field on why they do in this way right right which and is that's which is that's good a good thing All right, and the final one on the list tampa bay bandits
2: so uh, interesting fact about
1: the original bandits uh one they were co-owned by burt reynolds and two, they were the best drawing team in the USFL for every season. They drew. They they. I think they had sellout games where some of the teams didn't even have like a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> but Tampa that, Bay uh, loved themselves some bandits in, in the spring.
0: <clears throat> well, it's funny is that they actually uh, with when you said that burnt Reynolds though, and it's, you know, the first thing that came to mind was smoking the Bandit.
1: That might be why they recalled the Bandits. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, but no, that the definitely is a good logo. I mean, it's, and they kept it the, the same. Yeah. Um, oh, um, no, they changed it a little bit. Not much, but just a little bit. Just a For, little. You know, just enough. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough. So it kind of stays with the original. But with a modern look. And that's
1: I mean that and that's a perfect description for this this uniform. I mean uh the striping on the pants is real simple. It's just black and red, whereas on the original it was black, white, and red. Um there's just a little bit of sleeve piping on the away jersey, and then it's the logo, whereas on the old jersey it was piping on both home mm-hmm. and away and the logo. Um I like the red numbering and lettering on the away jersey compared to the original black and red. Um this is it works. Really, this is a really clean look. It's really sharp. Um
0: You know what this reminds me of? The Washington Sentinels.
2: Well, from have... the from the movie The
0: Replacements.
2: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> right? Does I mean, doesn't the color scheme and this and the silver helmet kind of look like that?
1: A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little
0: bit. <laughs> Maybe I, I will survive there.
1: will be their uh <laughs> their theme song.
0: <laughs> their rally song. Oh, that that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious.
1: And and I liked um in the UniWatch article, uh Paul at the end, he said overall not bad, not awesome, but not bad. Uh, the traditional po- to traditional approach is more notable than the overall good, bad quality. And he said he himself was not expecting the, that. But I think it's a great way to to go into it. Um,
0: well, yeah. To go to back. Keep, yeah.
1: You want to keep yeah. that tied to the originals.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, because. Like, you know, like we said before, if you want to throw a whole new twist on it, well, you just lost your whole. Fan base because people are, well, like, like you just said, weird colors on that one. I forget what lead you said, but it just does not work. And here, if they did that way, who knows if that would work right there? You yeah. know, you'd want to, you want to keep it to where you pay tribute to what was before. And I think they kept with that.
1: Yeah, they did a, a fantastic job with it, um, and and that's the good thing about it. You know, you want if it was me and I was running the current USFL, I would want as many ties to the original as possible, and and these are the teams that had the
2: most diehard fan bases. So this oh, yeah. is you know the right way to do it, and they did it right.
1: The Arizona Hotshots was the team from the AAF I was talking about.
0: Ah, great. Now I got to look that up. (laughs) I'm curious on how bad that actually was. Don't worry. I got you.
2: I'll send it to you in the chat. (laughs) Um,
1: There you go. Um, But no, overall, I think you can tell there's a lot of care that was put into this. and you know everything that this new USFL has done has been done very professionally uh, and very strategically.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, what the?
1: Da- David is clearly looking at the Arizona Hotshots uh, uniforms at the moment. <laughs> uh,
2: what? What? It looks like vomit. Vomit's better looking. Depends on what you eat. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why?
0: Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just.
2: Oh, so the the
1: replica jerseys are already available on shopusfl.com.
2: Oh, nice! Very interesting. Very cool. Um, what's the what what what's what's the price on those? Eighty reasonable yeah not, yeah nothing crazy um but i mean yeah what
1: were your thoughts overall i mean i think they're they're really good
0: no yeah no, i thought they're really good too just because they kept they, pretty much they kept with the original look but like we said before modern twist and it's always good to pay tribute to what was for something coming in now. Yeah. Because I feel with a lot of people, if you pay tribute to what is, you know, to what was back then to what is now, you got that fan base already.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: You got that fan base already in <clears throat> your hands, ready to pay money for tickets rather than just kind of go off the deep end. like what I just saw with the Arizona hotshots there. <laughs> we should just you know what
2: bad jerseys
0: yeah we should i think we did already
1: but we can do a part two
0: (laughs) we're we're gonna have to um and then this time we actually add like stadium jerseys like Nashville. no smashville yeah um lots of weird font on that um (laughs) that's an understatement
1: so real fun fact about the first usfl game that's going to air on tv It's going to be the first game since the third Super Bowl to be simulcasted on two networks.
0: Hmm. What networks?
1: Fox and NBC are going to be airing the first game at the same time. Ooh. Because Fox and NBC are are the partners of the league.
0: I kind of want to have my TV having one broadcast and my computer having the other broadcast just so I can see, you know, just to see that, just to see how they do on both.
1: I'm sure they're probably broadcasts. just going to use the same feed and have two different broadcast teams.
0: Let Tony Romo win it.
1: <laughs> We've talked about this before. Romo is underrated as a play-by-play
0: analyst. Oh, he's fantastic. I'll take
1: him he- over Chris Collinsworth or... Joe Buck? Troy, I I probably have more concussions than... Years on my life, Aikman
0: No, timer, I mean the fact that he can- he basically predicts what the play's going to be before it even goes you know he's he's good at doing that, that's for sure
1: makes you wonder if he'd had a, if he'd had a better career had he not been a cowboy,
0: Probably, I know that all you cowboys fans hate us with that, but hey it's true
1: I, I think a lot of cowboys fans hated Romo so. <laughs>
0: you probably would have been happy for him to be gone. You know, um,
2: well, with that, um,
1: you can find me every Wednesday with Brad from baseball together on the punk podcast. Uh, every Wednesday we go over the artists albums and songs of the world of pop punk music. This past Wednesday, we did an episode dedicated to our favorite non-pop punk bands. Uh, Brad talked about incubus. I talked about one of my all time favorite bands, Flickr stick um it was a lot of fun episode um i'm bummed i can't see them reunite in june in uh dallas but i'm a big fan of them have their debut album in three different formats (laughs) wow uh yeah if i like a band you know i i have a lot of of their their stuff um but you can find us wherever you get your podcasts um starting up here i think next month the first episode of the philly baseball together podcast is going to launch with myself and tory i don't know what we're talking about yet because if there isn't a season i think we might just hold a draft and draft our our all-time favorite phillies team and discuss it um oh, there you i go. really don't know what we're going to talk about if there isn't a season <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. We well,
0: <laughs> well, there's no season, so
1: yeah, what are we going to talk about? Um which is going to make it really weird because there's going to be a baseball together fantasy baseball league and all the hosts of the mini of the minisodes, or mini episodes are going to be involved. So like oh, wow. me and Tori, Jonathan, um Denise who does the Cubs one, Brad, Brig <laughs>
0: Um, if there's no season it's going to be even more fun there
1: isn't going to be a fantasy season at all i'm going to draft the hulk Uh, that's a that's a league reference if anyone watched the league um that's a deep cut um all right for the listeners of the non-letter sports podcast if you visit fansidea.com and use the code naspod n-a-s-p-o-d at checkout You will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and other gear. They got baseball pants. They got basketball shorts. They got caps. Uh, It's not just jerseys, not just hoodies, not just shirts. Um, It's the perfect product. They do. The perfect product, the perfect stitch, as you can tell by David's jersey. The perfect sublimation, if you can tell by mine embroidery 100% handmade delivered on time it's certainty and that's their promise to you again use the code NASPOD N A S P O D at checkout for 10% off your order um David and I are both customers if you're watching this on YouTube we are wearing our fans idea jerseys that we got made to yep. wear on the show David's got a Flyers inspired jersey um it looks fantastic I got uh a, a, jer- a jersey a made with the color scheme of the show uh really it's like a wiffle ball jersey to me um
0: <laughs> and what's nice is uh, you, if you have a logo that you want to put on the jersey now it's not going to be on the front but i can put a picture up on youtube where it has the uh our logo on the back of my jersey right above uh my, right above my last name and that even looks real good. It looks sweet. It looks very sweet. Um, They do
1: fantastic work. I can't stress enough. It's a great product. I was blown away when I got it because I said to David, I was not expecting much and they blew me out of the water with this with this shirt. Um, And as they did with him, with the jersey, highly recommended uh, you go into fans ID and use that code NASPOD. Get that 10% off. Um, with that, Thank you for joining us for this 39th episode of the Nonother Sports podcast. Um you can find us online. The link tree is going to be in the description of the the show. That'll take you to our website, our anchor site, our Facebook, our TikTok, our Twitter and our Instagram. It'll take you to our store, which is naspod-creator.spring.com. Go there, get your Naspod t-shirt, get your Naspod hoodies your long sleeve shirts, your face masks. um, We got you covered. um, At least your upper half. We got your upper right. half covered. We can't do nothing about the lower half. The, we don't want our fans walking around like Winnie the Pooh. You'll get arrested.
2: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
1: this is what happens oh. when I'm just ramp when I'm going, when I'm rolling, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, what well, David oh. does. He's known me for too long. Uh- <laughs>
0: Is there some called too long? <laughs>
1: uh, we're, we're two decades in on this friendship. <laughs>
0: yeah. <it's>, yeah.
1: <laughs> Does it feel like it? It feels like the summer of 2002 was yesterday some days, but.
0: Oh, geez. Now you're. Oh, we're old.
1: <laughs> we're so old. We drank Mr. Green by Sobe. Um, oh, I love
2: that stuff. And oh, I haven't that made great. that
1: in 20 years and it was fantastic. Yes. His, it was swamp water, Dr. Pepper, really. But <laughs> we
0: drank it by the case. I mean, what? We'd go to the store and buy, what, two, three bottles, maybe four?
1: For like an hour-long drive to the mall.
0: <laughs> and Get some beef jerky to go along with it.
1: Yep. k <sighs> For those of you listening in the uh, northern, Dolphin southern Schuylkill areas, and we know you do. Uh <laughs> nursery K&S K&S in Tower city was where we got that all the time
0: yep that's the only place we could find it
1: I could so their son Joe went to school with me and he's like you guys are the only people who buy that
0: <laughs> that's great. I'm like
1: it's delicious <laughs> what can I tell you uh,
0: can we get a can we get like a bulk discount so we can you know if you got cases in the back we just got the cases
1: you know what i'm gonna I'm gonna pop if someone on youtube in the comments or someone on facebook comments that they drank mr green because i swear me and you were the only people who did
0: you didn't see it anywhere else no you did not see you did, that is the only place we saw it and we and when we first saw it the first time we had it we we're like what's this well, let's <laughs> give it a shot
1: that was the and summer sure enough, that what all came out that summer? That was the summer of Pepsi Blue, and was it Dr. Pepper Red? So, so
0: there was some odd. There was
1: like a Red Dr. Pepper, and then Mr. Green, and we loved the shit out of that Mr. Green. I think it was available for like three months that entire summer, and then it was gone and never to be seen again. Um, right. Okay, back to back to the wrap up here. <laughs> um You can find the non Air Sports Podcast for streaming or download at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Please do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review. You can watch us on YouTube and and, and look at us crack each other up talking about Mr. Green and the summer of 2002 here in this wrap-up on YouTube. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like us, subscribe to us and comment on the clips. Um, we want to hear from you. We want your feedback. Tell us what you think. Tell us about the USFL episode, uh, um, episodes, Jesus, jerseys, uh, comment about our, about the idea of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, you know, dropping down regulation and, and, and moving up the ladder in, in AAA and, in major league baseball, if Yo, you want to see. Do you want to see the Diamondbacks in Triple-A and and Columbus in in Major League Baseball? Let us know. We want to hear from you. We want your feedback. Uh, With that, I am Jason. I'm David. And we will talk to you next time.
3: Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership.